Hello and welcome to this week's episode of They're Not Even Real Housewives though podcast. I am joined again by Rosie, back by popular demand. I have to say I've had some comments um, about your opinions and how funny you are. And sadly, I would say about 95% of the population who are listening to this podcast agree with your thoughts on Noella. So <laughs> you and them are all dead to me because she is a queen, but... We move, we move, and I'll, I'll accept it, I'll accept it. So and you're a trailblazer. I am, I am. You just wait, give it two more seasons. <laughs> and they'll bring Tamara back, and then you're going to have Tamara and Noella in the same situation, and you're going to be like, this is TV gold. You just wait, you just wait. Uh, but thanks again for doing this. I was rage texting during the Salt Lake City reunion because it got me very mad. And I realised that I needed to speak to you about what happened um, this week. So much has happened. It's been... So we've had two reunions this week. We had Miami and Salt Lake City. Very opposite ends of the scale when it comes to theme, dress code, and conversational topics. I mean, Miami was very surface level. You don't have enough Instagram followers. Um, although, although we did touch on Julia, the death of Julia's baby, which was absolutely horrendous. Um, and then you have Salt Lake City where Jenny was just part of the group, which I don't really understand. And very pissed they off did do a disclaimer, didn't they, at the beginning saying that it was recorded before but you can edit you didn't yeah. have to have her in there she was on the other end of the couch you don't need to yeah. blur her out like just go deep and just blur her and out. just leave like, in that line where she said yeah anyone could be racist right? Let her make her own pit yeah um and then we had um episode of new jersey and oc um so to be honest with you uh, before we get into the shitstorm that was The Real Housewives this week. Let's discuss The Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2. So we know the cast now. So how are we feeling about the cast? Do you have any favourites? Are you excited to see some people? Do you have expectations? I'm really excited about Jill Zarin. Yes. That's the, yes. that's my main highlight and the entire, it's, it's the headline and the whole article for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Nothing else is needed. You've got your sound. And I don't even really know why I liked her so much. She's just so New Yorky, and I, I want to see what's happened to her. I want to yeah. see everything. It's the way she used to say Barbie. Oh, love it, <laughs> love it. My Barbie. No more, is he? No, I know that was so sad, so sad. Like I felt that, like I cried. Yeah, I felt that in my core. Um. But yeah, the um, my I'm looking forward to seeing Brandy. In... Oh my god, Brandy is the next level of crazy. I I don't feel like she'll make it the I whole week. Her being in a room with Phaedra and Eva from Atlanta um, I, is going to bring out. I don't think out... Eva's that exciting. But she can read a bitch. Oh, Do you yeah, not remember yeah. when they've been on cast trips and who was she going off with? Marlo, mate. 
because Marlo's the queen of the reed, right? Marlo can like hold her own. And I'm so grateful that Marlo has peach. Um, and if you don't know, Atlanta's back in May. So yeah, it's really far, actually. I've been waiting for it. Oh, uh, it's nearly year. April. I know, fair enough. But Black Girl Magic Sunday is coming back. So <laughs> for those who don't know, on a Sunday, it used to be Black Girl Magic. We had Potomac, we had Atlanta. And it was everything on a Sunday. People clutching their, yeah, people clutching their pearls, honey, because <laughs> Black Girl Magic Sunday, and everyone was excited. So I'm excited about that. Um, we don't know about Potomac because they're not filming yet, which is weird, and they're also not filming New York yet either. So rumor has it is they can't agree on a cast. So they're basically just not filming. People have refused. Does to that come mean back. they have too many options or not enough options? Not enough. I think people are refusing oh, to come back. And I think, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, I digress. So um, tell me about Phaedra and your thoughts about Phaedra. Would I, you let her bury you? Yes, because I reckon it would yeah, be an epic <laughs> it would be an epic celebration. However, I just I Phaedra doesn't sit well with me. What she did to Candy and Portia, I don't think. People have been fired from Bravo for a lot less. Like she damaged, she could have damaged Candy's businesses. She could have damaged Candy's family. The allegations she put out there about Candy was so heinous, was so, it was sexual assault at the Uh end of the day. It's not just, oh, you slept with my husband or- No, no. Like she accused her of trying to drug and rape Portia. And she can't pretend that she- is dumb and was being flippant she knows what she's talking about it's that as well the fact that you she's very aware but I do this is where I think the hurt people hurt people thing come in yeah yeah because she was looking at Candy who was exhibiting excellence in every aspect yeah she's got businesses she now has the family she's got the husband she's got the you know all the rest of it and Phaedra's life was just falling apart wasn't it yeah like her husband went to jail then she was accused of having an affair with that black chocolate guy and then all this stuff kind of escalated and I think she was just because they used to be so close their first few seasons yeah candy and then Phaedra and Portia and then it just kind of but yeah so for me I would never have allowed her to come back but I would definitely let her bury me because I think it would be epic and I want to be cremated so that same time so yeah um real left turn (laughs) cremation except if one stipulation if you can get (laughs) Phaedra Parks to bury me I'm all in I'm all in um but yeah so I'm interested to see how Brandy because Brandy seems to have a kind of, she goes for alpha females and she mm-hmm. goes for strong characters. And I think she tries to find allegiances in those situations. And when she doesn't, she acts up and she does stupid shit. So I'm interested to see if she's going to try and position herself with someone like Eva and Phaedra, mm-hmm. who, aside for Dorinda, I think are the stronger cast members. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Dorinda, I just think, yeah, and I, I just think. What do you brand- think of, of Dorinda? Do you what? Where are you at with Dorinda on the scale of Dorinda as a drunk? Oh, I mean, Dorinda as a drunk is everything. It's absolutely everything, and I refuse to have anything negative said about her. No, no, <laughs> whatsoever. She's brilliant. 
she again i think the hurt people hurt people thing she was obviously going through some stuff her last season when she just she's went never gotten over she's just she's just never gotten over the husband dying no, no. It all comes back to that, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it all just... And and there's that, like, amazing... When you die, you're, like, perfect, aren't you? And so mm-hmm. so everything is a disappointment to her. Yeah, 100%. Um, but she did... I miss the Dorinda of the days when she would be, like, <laughs> in the middle of conversations. But then the Dorinda that we got towards the end was just vicious. And the I way feel she like she was starting to get a bit of an old lady. She was getting a bit mean and a bit rambly. And... But when she came to Luan, like, that's supposed mm. to be your bestie and you're coming for Luan with all Luan's it... problems. Like, don't... Yeah, I don't and know. And it didn't work. No, it didn't. It didn't. Because the Countess is still reigning supreme and Dorinda got fired. So... Um, but yeah, so I'm interested to see how Brandy fares with them. Taylor Armstrong, I reckon, is when we're going to be like Taylor. Who? I don't think she's going to have oh, a place. Is, I'm trying to remember her. She's the I one get, who had the husband that beat the her. Who but, killed himself? Yeah, her. Not the one that was married to Kelsey Carmel. No, that's Camille. Now Camille was a good Ultimate Girls Trip cast member because she's a bitch, and I love it. <laughs> but if you if you were married to that man, I think you would have to be because he seems like the shittest person ever. But you, when you make that much money, like, and the whole world panthers you, are you going to be? Yeah, I think it's that. Right. I just think it's just the arrogance. Okay, yeah. so Camille's the one who like looked like she needed to gain some weight, and had the husband who, yeah, was awful. Yeah, I mean, and but then, the, everyone in Beverly Hills, apart from Lisa Vanderpump, looks like they need to gain weight. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump is a proper British voluptuous woman. Like she's got curves. I still think if she stood next to a normal person, she'd look thin. Normal. No, I think she'd look thin if she stood next to a normal person just because she's standing next to bags of bones. Fair. Fair. All right. All right. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't know what. I, so yeah, I'm not sure what she, what her, what she'll bring. I think Brandy will bring crazy, like first day, instant. No questions asked. She'll just be like straight in there, setting shit on fire. Yeah, her and Vicky in camera. I wonder how that's going to go because I'm nervous be- about Vicky. <sighs> I'm not sure she's of the 21st century, and I don't no. hate her in a way that I worry I will if I see her again. Vicky's a tough one because she's, she's so damaged as well. I want her to be better. Why is she so damaged? It seems as though she had a normal upbringing. If she had a normal-ish marriage, she's got kids, successful businesses. Why is just she... growing up there? Growing up there up in there. that town. She, she didn't. She grew up in Chicago. From like, yeah, no, I don't know. So I don't understand it. Like Tamara, I get, got pregnant at 15, had to raise a kid by herself. She was unleashing her madness of her teens yeah. and 20s when she got And older. she had the controlling husband. Yeah. But Vicky had And I don't, but I don't find Ta- Tamara I find quite like predictable in that like she can be yeah. a bit of a bitch, but like I feel like with Vicky there's a level of like deep down insecurity that yeah. oh, I just think do some work on yourself. It supersedes everything, doesn't it? Like her. Yeah. I think, and it makes her so vulnerable. 
Yeah, it does. I think the classic comment from Emily a couple of seasons ago, when she said, stop going after Vicky for her looks, attack her character, because that ain't great. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, Emily's a queen. She's she's so she's way too educated for these women. She's too smart. Because the stuff that she says, you can see them all kind of like, and then Heaven wants to respond, but then Heaven's Mm -hmm. like, I haven't rehearsed a line. I don't know what to say. And I don't know how to reply to this without sounding like a dickhead. So I'm just going to nod and yeah, I agree. And it just like it's just off the cuff, Emily, just like straight away. And then she's so human because she's so blindsided by like other things, like her personal life things, where she's just like, no, don't know. And she's like, yep, I'm nine shots in. It's eight thirty in the evening at some point, and you're like, okay, not that smart. (laughs) And then when she's telling Shane, I'm so drunk, we could do anal, and then Shane's like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, wow. Ultimate girls trip. We're looking forward to seeing Brandy start some shit. Um, yes. Not happy about Phaedra returning, but also interested to see how it goes down. And obviously, yeah. um, two-thirds of the Chase Amigas will be in there. So that I'm interested to see how that goes. And if it leads to them coming back to the OC in the next season. Oh, I hadn't Tamas, even really considered that, but why would it yeah. not? Well, because Tamris was on Watch What Happened Live and she told Andy that she'd be up for coming back. And he didn't say no. So it's gonna have to be more, isn't it? They won't have they won't show it unless it's more than the first girls' trip. So I think there will be, I think it's gonna be real crying, like proper, like I think we're gonna have Blair Witch Project sort of steady cam in the dark. I think it's gonna be great. I think there'll be people running away a lot and they'll be crying and smashing. Yeah. I think they've picked a cast that don't care about cameras. They care oh, yeah. more about they care more about being on a character on a show. Mm. And I think with the first girls' trip, even though it was epic, they picked a cast that are very professional. So you, you had obviously yeah, had they Ramona, were doing a job, but you can't help but butt heads with Ramona because Ramona is Ramona, right? So Kenya's obviously. <laughs> the person who's going to be calling Ramona mm-hmm. out for a shit, but it never escalated as much as I thought it should have. Yeah. Whereas I think this cast, once they have a few drinks, I think anything goes. Like, I, don't I think, think anything goes. Mm. I also <laughs> think they'll like, they're kind of risk averse. So no, what's the opposite? They're pro risk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think they they'll like... do something. I think they'll do an activity that's like genuinely dangerous, which will be... Oh, yeah. Like, I can imagine that actually jumping. Yeah, exactly. Like, she, everything that happens, happens to Vicky. Everything. Yeah, like, like she'll definitely impale herself on something. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be scuba diving or something, there'll be sharks. I don't know, I just feel like there'll be, there'll be real terror. This will be the, oh, God, yeah. We'll be like episode two and we'll be, like, left at A&E in the dark and we'll be like, oh, my God, who's died? We might not even get to see it because halfway, like, (laughs) Do we even know if they finished filming yet? Have they done it? Because do we even know if they survived? Who knows? Exactly. Know. Anything could happen. And it's at Dorinda's house, isn't it? Because it's in the Berkshire. So I'm assuming it's at in the Dorinda's blue house. stone. Yeah. So, with the funny with the fishery. fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You knew exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Maybe they'll fall off a horse. I feel like it's horse country up there. Or if it's snowing, it might just like oh, wipe God. out on the driveway. Or something, if they, I imagine, yeah, if it's snowing and they're trapped in there, it's going to be like The Shining. 
Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> okay. So we <laughs> where do we want to start? So we've got two reunions and two episodes. So where... hey, as usual, I'm not caught up on Miami. Okay, but it was so I'm still so I haven't seen the reunion. I'm really upset about that because I the outfit, sorry. the aesthetic, you would have died. It was oh insane. really? <gasps> I have to come back. The outfits are insane. They 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 won. More than Salt Lake. They won. They they, they won. Like <gasps> Gerdy, Gerdy wore a green dress. Whitney Rose, if you are listening, take note. This is how you wear a green dress. Yes. Look at Gerdy from Miami. That is how you wear a green dress. And Alexia had some crisscross mate. You listen. You I mean, they they have looks. Nicole and Lisa, I feel like didn't get the memo. Oh. But just they just I mean Nicole. They came good. as normal. Yeah, but she just had like a yellow dress on, but the rest of them came in like sparkles and gowns and oh yeah, yeah. You've got to oh, be like looking, mate. you've got to prom it up. And honestly as well, and Andy Cohen couldn't even look less interested to speak to this group of women at the start <laughs> so he requested a shot of tequila at the beginning and he oh, made it seem like because Larsa was cold so he needed yeah, something yeah. to warm them up because it was like 18 degrees outside or something like eight Fahrenheit not Celsius because yeah. we would be naked but um it was absolutely freezing but I feel like it was because he just wasn't looking forward to this reunion no um but I hear it gets really expensive. So I'll run oh. down Miami really, really quickly. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, Feel so... free to act things out. <laughs> Just for me. So it starts off with the main cast of Marisol and Adriana on, on the couch because they're friends of, right, for this season. Oh, okay. Which I didn't realise. Okay. And then I went to the I knew this? Yeah, Marisol's friend of Alexia. She's not full cast. What? I didn't realise, yeah, I didn't realise because Marisol's oh, the first three seasons. But Marisol's I the only one I know her name of. <laughs> because she's, she's the Miami she's great, I love her. Um, so yeah, so they're on the couch and they're talking, they have their shot and then it goes into each of their own stories of like growth and stuff. So Andy does the really shady thing where he shows them eight years ago. So eight years ago was when the last season wrapped to now. And then ask them about what they've done because he's like, these two pictures aren't the same person. <laughs> so it's like, oh. what surgery have you done? What have you Bones done? Bones have been shaved down. So the whole thing about Lars's bum, apparently she's had it done. Lars says she hasn't. She's just gained weight and she's working out and she's doing this. And then her OnlyFans account gets questioned again. Like, are you really just doing bikini shots and feet shots? How are you earning so much money? when you're not showing people you've known, basically. I think um, at this stage in the game, feet are an erotic part of the body. I think I think feet, if you're going to be showing your feet, you might as well show everything. Well, okay, so this is from a woman who's been with her husband for how long? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> I just think there are enough people who are into feet that you can't be like, oh, it's only feet. You're like, no, no. <laughs> like, if, you, if someone's paying you money so they can have a wank to this. If she's pretending that she has just eaten and done some exercise to get that ass, why is she not selling that exercise regime? Because well, no. This is my thing. No. I mean, I, I'm like a lot, I've always had a big bum, right? And I squat multiple times a day and I'm not <laughs> achieving that 
it's not going to happen. Um, so that happened, and then they run for everyone else's drama. And the thing that got me was so Julia, one who's married to the tennis player. Oh yes. Has a very inappropriate relationship. Super with. weird, inappropriate relationship with their friend. But again, they both will watch what happens live, and Martina was on it with her. And Martina says that she's not bothered by their relationship. So I don't know. Anyway, um, so it goes into how Gertie ignored the story that Julia was trying to tell her when she was trying to explain about her son before, and that Gertie tried to make it about her. And okay. it turns out Julia had a son with this um European dude who's like rich and powerful and a bit dodged by all accounts and he the baby was 10 months old she hired a nanny within two days the baby was in intensive care he was 10 months old the baby's in intensive care and then by the next day the baby had died and, ah. he'd, been, and he'd been shaken to death and then five months later, the husband, the, the, the father of her baby, was shot dead by his lover. He was found in full latex bondage gear, and she'd shot him during whatever they were doing. Um, and Julia divulged that. Um, I feel like these are two very different scenarios. Right. So Julia divulged that she met this the lover for coffee like just after her son had died because the lover was convinced that Julia was still sleeping with her ex-partner um, and she was so like, they were broken up at the time that the baby had died well, th this is where it's a bit great right. it wasn't very I'm not sure but so basically this woman had said to Julia if you tell me the truth that you're still fucking this guy I'll tell you the truth about what happened to your son oh fuck so like the whole uh, Andy's like clutching his pearls. The whole place is just like, wait, what? So did he pay to get his child killed because he didn't what? want like what? So she's like, at this point, I still don't know. I don't want to know. I haven't asked any further questions. But it was very suspicious that his PA at the time was very insistent that she hire this particular nanny. <gasps> mm -hmm. So oh my on. god. It was like so mafioso, so Miami, so I shouldn't like this drama because it's horrendous, but I'm obsessed. Like, but I, yeah, I you could not write more. it. I need, I, I just, I need to know more. Like, I'd so, yeah. I'm the shit go. that has happened in these women's lives. Oh, man, How do they get up in the morning? I don't know. I don't know. But then they went on and did the whole, oh, they went back to it being very light, where they were accusing... Nicole was saying all this stuff about everyone behind everyone's back and Nicole's just like look I haven't said any of this stuff and then she tried to throw Alexia under the bus about Marisol and they're like we've got 20 plus year friendship yeah there's no, no. way that you can do whatever you say I'm not going to believe but part of me feels like it might be like why would Nicole die she doesn't feel like strapping as someone who has time she has an actual job yeah 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 she's an anesthetist and the people that put people to sleep she's those people very hard word but why would she lie? I feel like she has an actual purpose in life other than... Unless to... she's just trying to drive story, because why is she doing this show? This is a very valid point. Very valid point. And I feel like in 20 years of friendship, you're probably going to say some shit behind the other person's back. Okay. Like, But it kind of doesn't have to be a big deal. But then when other people get involved, it can 
they can stir the them ego, The ego flares up, doesn't it? And then you start mm. to get embarrassed. It's kind of like someone was reading somewhere else about cheating. And it's like if your husband cheats on you, you can forgive it if no one else knows. Yeah. But it's the moment other people find out and you're like, well, you've embarrassed me now. So I'm done. Yeah. Like, sort of similar to that. No, and it's, it's a world of black and white, isn't it? The housewives. It's like, this is my friend. They are perfect. Anything you say against them is going to be completely denied. There's no like kind of grey. No grey. Well, we had a moment. I, I, I said, I didn't really mean it, but I did a bit because you've been a bit of a knob. Like there's just no, none of that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And there's no blind loyalty either. Like, I would assume if I was in a situation with a friend that I've been friends with for a particular period of time, that if you heard I said something about you, come find me. Come check yeah, me. Yeah, no, no one ever just goes, hold on, such and such said that you think I'm a stuck-up bitch. So then it's I always heard... like, round and round and round and round we go. Yeah, so I also heard today on another podcast I listened to that they're not allowed to communicate unless it's about filming so uh, during filming they're not allowed to have any form of communication with each other unless it's about filming so they're allowed to say we're going to meet here at this time for lunch or whatever but they're not allowed to say i heard that you said because they want it all on camera oh okay so this is what I, I can that be true i don't know i feel like how can you control someone's phone and like in like in new jersey you're like this actual family <laughs> surely like they must be like, oh, you can come in for lunch on Sunday. Well, this week I had uh, Melissa oh, Gorgon was you. doing. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa Gorgon was doing. Um, I think it was Lala Kent's um, podcast when she said it's really awkward when you've we've been filming and shit's gone down in filming and then we have Sunday dinner and we pretend <laughs> that, uh, that that's just a job and we didn't <laughs> all shout at each other for forty five yeah. minutes. So she's like, it's really difficult. But um, but yes, that was the takeaway for Miami. They looked incredible. The set was incredible. Um, but apparently the next, the part two is where it gets heated. But Okay, I'll be up to date by part two. Yeah, but you need to watch it because I think you'd really I'll appreciate do my homework. it. I'm episode. excited about the looks. They look, they look incredible. They really do. They always I mean, do. None of their faces I mean, I, obviously, yeah, no. And, and nobody else, no one in real life would wear this or look like it. But, but they have gone for the look and it's in keeping with where they are. Yeah. So it works. Yeah. Uh, so let's slide straight into the opposite ends of the scale, the absolute mess that is Salt Lake City. It does not so. work. <laughs> <laughs> the look does not work. So, out of all of these women, I have to ask you this: Who was the best dressed? So, the the least worst dressed. <laughs> the least worst dressed. Oh, you're shady. I think if they were standing up, the least worst dressed would be Lisa, because I think that is something that she would wear, and. It would you. It would be okay at an event. Did she look like an Easter egg wrapper? Yeah, she did look like it. She looked very foil. I, that is very true. <laughs> but it is a low bar. <sighs> I have to say, Jane Shaw was serving the look. Though, the oh, she, I mean, she'd come as a Disney villain. It was amazing, and I loved. It. I loved Andy when he said, "You've got to take off the gloves." It's a massive it audio issue. Now. now you look. <laughs> oh my goodness and those gloves I mean just the gloves was so many things because they were they were not opaque 
they were like a stretch mesh and then there was the, the candelabra element <laughs> let me let me let me just put this out there so again i keep referring to how we don't vilify jen shah as much as we vilify erica jane right erica jane arrived at the beverly hills reunion in like a pink baby doll dress minimal makeup hair in like 1950s hollywood kind of curl style very not Erica Jane. She mm-hmm. once had enough look fierce. She wasn't doing her fabulous herself. But yet we shit on Erica Jane for being this cold-hearted bitch who doesn't have any remorse and she doesn't whatever. Meanwhile, Jen Shah walks in like no. She's having the best day of her life. Nothing bad is happening to her in her demeanor. She is it's like it's the compartmentalization that is happening in her brain. She's like, no, fuck this. I'm gonna have feathers. I am coming as in some sort of like Disney villain. I don't know what she has come as. It is amazing. She gets every time she turns, the feathers are just the best thing, and they've clearly been added on at the end. Living her best life in her feathers, and Erica is great time. But the way she has to move the feathers to like read someone. Hello, Andy. It was too much. Okay, so Lisa. Lisa was passable, even though I don't think she fitted in with the theme. But then I thought okay. the theme was feathers and velvet. But and on watch what happens live, Andy said it was jewel tones. And I was like, no, I don't think that's right. So for anyone listening, um, Rosie is a very well-renowned costume designer for a very popular place in London that happens to host multiple live theatrical events. <laughs> Um, so when we talk about themes and costumes, she has every right to be a shady <laughs> she wants because she but I think it. I'm coming at this from a place of costume, not from a place of clothing. And I'm shocked at Salt Lake City because I'm like, this is a lot. On the other end of that scale, though, Heather had come as the mother of the bride. It was so it was nothing. Yeah, what was Heather wearing? Was she was in like a navy blue. It was fine. She looked nice, but it was boring. It was very boring. It was very boring. And she's like a Friday night cocktail thing, wasn't it? Yeah. I was like, no, we don't need this. Who was the worst dressed then? And then we'll talk about the individuals after. But your best worst was Lisa. And your worst worst is? My worst worst was Meredith. Okay. Because it clashed with itself. It did. The mesh front thing. and The The mesh under thing that also had like the thummies. Did have thummies, didn't it? Yeah, like a punky yeah. fish top circa 1992. Oh lord, she's going deep with dates and everything. Shit. Okay. Just feel like so she had obviously she had a blazer, obviously, and a and a wide yeah. leg trouser with oh. feathered sleeves in a turquoisey blue, but then the underbody was a sort of bedazzled green, and I didn't understand why. And I didn't like her hair. Her hair was a mess. At the back, I couldn't stop staring at her. At the, the back, back was a disaster. The side bits were like she didn't know that there wouldn't just be a camera right in front of her. She thought she was on Zoom. She didn't know that there'd be sun side angles. And she said she was excited about getting her hair done. Oh my god, yes, she did at the start. She was like, I'm really excited about the hair part, specifically the hair part, nothing else. Yeah. Just the hair part. It's like, well, that is a shame because that's gone terribly. Also, I don't think she was wearing any jewellery, and she's a jewellery designer. But it'd be really uncouth, darling, to promote yourself on TV, darling. 
Yeah, but fuck it, Bethany would do it. I mean, come on. Bethany would whore herself out for anything, and I absolutely adore her. 25.99. I'm obsessed with Bethany. People say she had a fall from grace. I don't think she had a fall from grace. She there was no grace. Like, I like her. I think she's ballsy bitch, but there was no grace. This is it. I just love it when she was like, mention it all. Mention it all. Oh, God. The culture sleep. But she wasn't wrong. She should have gone to sleep. I just can't with Kelly Benson. She was off it. That woman was just like a mirror within a layer of hypocrisy. We should do, they should do an ultimate girl strip with just... Alex McCord from early New York. Oh, um, yes, I would watch her. Kelly Ben Simone, Mary M. Cosby. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a bit scared. I feel like this is like, and then we shut the doors and just shoot medication in. <laughs> Do you remember Lydia from OC, the really small, petite one? <gasps> oh, yes! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, her, yeah. Then for yeah, the- yeah. Would watch, would feel guilty, would need a crowdfunded therapy page. In therapy, though, and there just was cameras behind the mirrors, would it be abuse? I think it's a breach of privacy. Yeah, no, maybe. Some legal case, anyway. It's America, they'll sue for anything. That's true. So, yeah, Meredith is my worst worst because of the clashing. I'm Um, sad about Heather. And then I feel like Jenny and Whitney in the the one-sided are kind of on par. So like you could put them together and they both wear one outfit. I just think they're they're the same levels of terrible. Wow. Because because they're kind of in similar outfits. It's yes. at least okay. I Come was, on, okay. I, I, okay. Bear with me. I was here for Whitney's green outfit until I saw Birdie in Miami and I was like, oh bitch, no. <laughs> no. I didn't I like hate it. it but I, I was confused thing. by the glove. I like it. It has. Why have the glove and then a the really big slit? I don't get the balance. Not... I think. I think the balance. But what's also, the can you like? can you imagine how hot it would be on that set? Like oh, under oh. under on any set, in all that velvet, and she barely wears clothes day to day. She doesn't. She doesn't. And she and, and to cover your hands up, to cover your extremities, like so much of your body co- control, temperature regulation is through your extremities. Hmm. I think she would have been fucking sweating. Maybe she couldn't get a manicure, you know. Like, quick, just do half. We can all paint one hand, can't we? Okay. This one will do a full glove that's attached into the dress. And I did think, how will she go to the toilet? How, Like, some poor runner is going to have to undress her. She's going to be inappropriate. I mean, Andy was the best dress. (laughs) Yeah. Also, the set. I think the set is such so interesting to me. And that I... I think it's genius to put the water, but I'm very sad that no one fell in. Well, we don't know yet. It's not finished. It's That's true. We don't know. But it's like having a gun on stage. Like, don't put a gun on stage unless someone gets shot. Like, I don't have a pool of water in the middle unless someone is get wrestling in that pool. I think it might be a personal fantasy of Andy's, where he wants to see them scrap in real life. Because he only ever gets to see this second hand. He never gets to see it, true. like... In, in its entirety, does it? He's goading them with a wrestling pool. I think so. So what I'm not... really hoping is they go in and it's like six foot deep. <laughs> and they like drop down. Like, and yeah, they're expecting it to be five inches and then boof, they're gone. <laughs> that's it, we never see Jenny again. She's gone, she's drowned. Um, 
so yeah <laughs> so we've discussed the fashions or lack thereof yes um but so for me the main takeaways were uh jenny being there not being edited out i think they had enough time from the release yeah. of jenny's drama to the announcement of the reunion to edit that out and um, i think mary should have turned up Oh um, uh, yeah, I wish Mary had turned up. I don't necessarily like Mary. Um, I'm no. obsessed with her, but I don't like her. Um, and I think that she should be held as accountable for the things that she says as Jenny has. Yeah. So I think Mary quit before she was fired. I do think Andy would have fired her anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I think her and Andy. I feel like there's a there's a weird connection. I think you feel sorry for her. I think he realises that she's batshit crazy and you have to protect her. That's what I think it is. Maybe. I just can't imagine how she's got onto this show through the normal channels. It seems so weird. I feel like there's a connection. Mm, maybe they spoke her. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Nipping yeah. over to Salt Lake City. Which, again, obviously, I don't geographically know where it is because I don't understand America. I, Nor. I, don't, I don't understand this narrative that people portray people of colour or like anyone who could be Cuban. I mean, like the way that the women in Miami speak, they're all rat-tat-tat-tat as well and yeah. all hands and aggression and all the rest of it. And so are they acting black? Well, I don't, I don't get it. Like she's from an area in America, Long Island, not Long Island. Long Beach. Long Beach, very different place, different coasts. Um, <laughs> Other side. <laughs> yeah. That is a predominantly, I would say, well, they would say African-American place. I've been there, I've driven through there. Mm. Um, And, you know, you grow up, I think maybe it's not even just about colour, it's about class as well. You know, like they're slightly more working class, if you like. Please, anyone who's in America, I'm not dissing it. I absolutely am obsessed with that part of the world. But I feel like they could have approached it like, do you feel like you mm. have the characters or the cultural references or there's something from where you were born rather yeah. than straight in for you acting black? Like I, I did, yeah, I was rage texting a bunch of people in my phone. It was a lot. And I think it's it's kind of shitty in the like there was plenty there's plenty of options to vilify people for being racist. Yeah. in Salt Lake I think it's a weird bit that you've narrowed in on and I think if Jenny was a different person and she was less angry and more eloquent other people might have come to a defense a bit more and she might have been able to say English is not necessarily my first language I grew up in a kind of conflicted time so I've maybe like colloquialized in a way that seems strange to native English speakers and to people in Salt Lake City who've never come into the 21st century. Or have never met a non... Yeah, who I think is the non-white person they've ever met. Yeah, well, like, just... And I just think it, when you're setting there. something in Salt Lake City, it, I'm not defending Jenny at all, but to be like, this is the, this is the person we're attacking here. Yeah. I find it quite weird that the people were attacking for racism, the two non-white people, and especially when everyone else had 
maybe not everyone else, but particularly Meredith, I thought, in the reunion oh, yeah, had yeah, such yeah, fucking opportunity that. to like not be racist and just did that shitty thing of going oh well i, I didn't say it yeah. and i was taking my cue off the victim you're like fuck off that's not good enough it's 2022 man mm-hmm. up say what you think be prepared to have to have a slightly awkward conversation by saying actually i don't think it's okay to just use racist language and if you don't know that saying someone has slanty eyes is not appropriate you need to fucking learn you wouldn't use it why wouldn't you use it what what in, what in you tells you that you shouldn't use that obviously because you're not even, it wasn't even like this was after the fact like this was this was a direct question like would you say this no and neither should you like that is the answer like it's just it's too lazy too easy and it's it's not good enough as a white person just be like yeah I'm, I'm just okay. going to sit back and not question it. Like, come on, it's not good enough. Not now, not today, not in this decade. And Get I with think, the programme. And I think she wasn't called out enough on it in the reunion. No. She's let off too easy. And I think Andy, though, I don't understand Andy in this. I don't. Because he just, he let things slide that I've never seen him let slide before in other reunions hmm. or in others. Because Andy's like, one of the busiest men on TV and radio. Right? Oh, yeah. He's everywhere. And I've never seen him let stuff like that slide anywhere. I feel like there must don't be a game plan. What it, like, are they trying to secure season three? Are they, is he worried about upsetting this cast? Like, what? Or is he on is he, or is he goading is he them? Done? Is there something coming in part two? I, like, I don't know. Is it set up? Is he letting them build their own what, metaphor that I'm trying to find? Lay their own traps? Hang themselves yeah yeah make their own ropes yeah something. yeah i've had too much wine for it to make yeah. <laughs> something that makes that analogy yeah, yeah i don't i don't know it just it, yeah it so i always find it a bit like that that he goes in for the confrontation and then because it's the reunion we then have to go and pivot next question yeah what about um, your light fixtures yeah and it, where do you get your money from like, no one cares I want to know what the nitty-gritty <laughs> Unless there's a really interesting answer, in which case we already know. Well, yeah, this is why I think you should bring in the guests during the reunion. It's like, you know how we did for Nicki Minaj for Potomac? Yeah. And Nicki she Minaj was not, she wasn't backwards in coming forward, was she? Fucking hell. She did not like Candice. No. Candace, uh, I'm going to tell you one more time, Candice Child. You know, we need to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> And then she like goaded her into singing, which I think was shitty, but funny. But also, she delivered. She sounded incredible. So like, yeah, yeah. She so and it's telly. Like, it's not one take, is it? Like, she could have gone. Yeah, give me 10 minutes to warm up. Oh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that. Whole... So, yeah, that was my main, like, kind of take home, I think, that Meredith was such a shitty, White passive person. racist. <laughs> She, she was displaying symptoms, well, not symptoms, that's not the right word, displaying um, things of um, like unconscious bias that yeah, she, she had lo- unaware of the fact You're being she- very generous, I think. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think 10 years ago, that would have been fine to say, like, for you to say, oh, she, she was displaying some unconscious bias. I think now, it's, it's, that's just not enough. Have you, she's been awake in the world. It's, it's not all right to just be to just do, to not see color and to just not upset the apple cart and and to not want to be rude like that's that's not good enough those days have gone yeah I'm waiting like, for her to say I don't see color 
Because yeah, but it's all part of the same shit, isn't it? Of like going. Mm. You have to acknowledge that as as the person of privilege, as a person sitting holding the fucking power, if you're not going to call it out, who the fuck is? Yeah, this is true. This is very true. However, I have to find a way of being able to say, "Don't narrate me. Don't do that. Don't narrate me." (laughs) In everyday conversation, because that, my friend. Is epic. So another thing I saw, and what's what happened right with Tamara, when she said she called Andy Cohen out for allowing that hot mic moment on things. So apparently, in her day, if there was no other cast member in the room or part okay. of the conversation, it never got aired. It wasn't allowed to be aired. But this so is Tamara, what in 1975. Oh shit! Okay. Wow. <laughs> Best I, bits. I don't have anything to add to that because you just killed it with the night. <laughs> I'm done. Just, I'm done. She's so upset, by, and and because obviously we've just seen the like you know coming next time, and she's like, you just put that in to make me look like a bad person. I'm like, but you, you said those things. This is the thing. It's like, don't come up and slap me in my face and then be shocked when I retaliate. Like, just. Like, you went off on a fucking rant with a mic on and just spewed shit about someone you're supposed to be friends with that, like, I cannot imagine saying, which is a level. Yeah, it's the most revolting stuff as well that she said, like, yeah, don't come for a woman with what she's going up to in her own life. It's got nothing to do with you, especially when you married married your sister's boyfriend. (laughs) Don Barlow, who she refers to with his full name. Because well, I mean, they all have their full names in that family. I just, oh, it's, it's a lot. Well, of some kind of like time. massive attack. I don't. She's okay. richer than all of them. She doesn't need this <laughs> She's richer than all of them. None of them, I don't think, have any money. She eats Taco Bell and has a six pack. I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, yeah, we're there's all, definitely no lies there. We're all, we're all, we're definitely all, all true. We're all a cast member in Lisa Barlow's world. And we just have to live in, with, in her massive tequila empire of tequila nobody has ever heard of. Well, I mean, I've been trying to get some because I want to taste I've it. I've been getting it. You can't buy it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's in three bars in Salt Lake City. It does not exist. She's making it in a bath. So how would she make it so much money? She's not making money. That's why she's in a fucking empty house. This is very true. They all live in empty houses. Well, Jen Shard doesn't. That's why it's going to come. No, no, no. Mary doesn't. She's. We know how she's been making. We know how they've been making their money. She's been robbing the people that go to Mary's church. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a shame because I think they are strung out. Those people are empty. My other religious trauma. That's definitely. I mean, that's like that's the twenty twenty two. Ailment of choice, I think. Oh, yeah. It's no longer anxiety. It's religious trauma. Religious trauma. I mean, who doesn't have it? I mean, I do. I'm Catholic, so I definitely have religious trauma. Exactly. (laughs) I can't. Someone can't walk past me with a swinging ball of incense without me getting triggered. Can I tell you my favourite bit of the reunion, though? Yes, please. It was Heather saying how she finally got a real Louis Vuitton, and it felt exactly the same as all the fake ones. I love her. <laughs> Heather's everything. I love her. She's Heather. great. 
I like, I love how many events we go to her of hers just outside with some folding chairs. I love that I can't tell the difference between a funeral and what I thought was a gender reveal party, but was a college reveal party. Anything else to discuss in Salt Lake City? I felt like I felt lots of things in the reunion. Yeah. Like I was definitely carried along for the ride and I want to see more, but I was, I was, it was unsatisfying. It's bold for Jenny to be like really upset about the racism, isn't it? This is the thing. Not so, that it's okay that she's had racist shit against her, but well, there's some karma. I feel like um, I was disappointed because I didn't get the moment that she got taken to task for what she hmm. said. And I feel like I'm not going to get that moment. So I think no matter what happens, one of them could walk around naked and I still wouldn't have as much they excitement. Did say you threw a glass at Mary, like they, and that just vanished really quickly. I'm like, you're mental. She's like right. that whole last season, that episode was like at the weird party that was 80s that I didn't understand. Which I just felt like that was so unprovoked. It was so... She just came out of nowhere like a lunatic. And no one came to ask her. Nobody was like, what the fuck, mate? You don't just yeah. throw things and go for people. And Yeah, I wasn't here for that. I was quite yeah, and I feel like that just, it kind of got brushed away. Yeah, and I, the only other thing I thought was how I didn't at all buy Meredith's acting at the beginning. when she... Did it even happen? Because no one in the she even got group of friends. Yeah, no one in the group of friends believed it happened. I mean, we were focused so much on whether or not this memorial happened. Meanwhile, Jen's swindling pensioners out of their <laughs> retirement fund. And Jenny is hurling racist insults on people on the internet. And Mary's calling people inbred. But let's focus on a memorial. Let's focus on whether it was 2.30 on a Tuesday that you had the memorial. In which case, I rang you at 4.30. I'm like... I think I think she gets the whole weekend as a pass, possibly a whole fortnight. Like, it doesn't. It, you don't need to know the exact hours of the memorial, and then around that, of course, she's completely free. Like, Jesus okay. fucking Christ, have some humanity. And I don't like her. So it's all about New Jersey. So main takeaways are: Teresa's doing what Teresa does best. Oh, blows just classic. Blows the shit up and then pretends nothing happened and denies, denies, and denies. The- and refuses to accept responsibility for anything. Um, and exactly what she does, if other people do it, is completely unacceptable. I just I love that she cannot see it. No, but we can't call her a hypocrite now. No, 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 I wouldn't dare. No, and then we have uh, Louis finally explains the video. Um, I was very unsatisfied with his response, but I'll get your take on that in a bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, hold it in, hold it in. <laughs> then we have the fight between Jen and Melissa. Um, um, and my other takeaway from it was Tracy. Teak, is it Tracy? Mrs. Tiki. Yeah. I was, because I had my reservations about her, didn't think she could hold her own in a New Jersey housewife, but she came for Teresa, and I'm like, all right, bitch, she's okay, she's here, she's mm-hmm. here. I'm and all here for Mrs. Tiki, I just need to learn to remember what her name is. I think, is it Chelsea? Or is it, it Laura? It's a tough, isn't it? Why do I have Laura in there? Okay, so... I, I, well, I keep wanting to call her, like, Tracky, well, and it's not she, that. So probably Tracy is a name. She needs to come a few more times, she needs to come in here a few more times for me to remember her name, but... 
I've done a 180. I like, yeah, I agree. On big. Teresa's face, when she was just like, but if she'd have she done the same thing to me, she's like, uh, listen, need to tell this bitch to shut up. I'm like, well, no, because you need to tell your friend not to call your brother a little bitch boy. Anyway, so I feel like tricky. She's a big, I think she's a big fan. I think she has studied. She knows. She knows the ways of trees. She know, so she knew how to kind of explain it to her. Like, like Teresa was so shocked at being called out, but but she did understand what she was saying. Yeah, she got like, it. it wasn't like it wasn't like when someone gives her an analogy and she was and she thinks it's real. She understood the conversation, so she was speaking Teresa, which is rare. No one can speak Teresa, but let's talk about, let's start with Teresa and Louis and then Louis's explanation of the video. Let's start there because okay. I have so many issues and concerns with this whole situation. My main one being, how will she learn? Now, yes, because I was prepared to like Louis. I was prepared to think he was a step more evolved. Remember we had the last episode, me and you discussed. And he tried to talk about emotions. Yep. And then, no. And then, and then he says, if I don't tell her, how will she learn? And that's when, because Tracy said that she was like that's what I would say to my dog she was speaking to us in a language I'm like yes I agree that's fucking mental who this is not how adults behave and the red flags are all over Louis and I think he's fame hungry and I think he is bad tell me how you really feel Rosie (laughs) (laughs) so his warrior retreat which I really want to google but I don't want to give it any rankings on yeah, no. like, the sites on the SEO so I don't really want to do it so his warrior video was a way of him he said the girl wanted to marry he said the completely opposite thing of what it was so whereas again on watch what happens live Andy Cohen's like I really liked his explanation and I'm like did you watch the video because based on down the explanation I like the theory behind it like I feel like if other people said a similar story about a different video it would be right but not <laughs> like it's a good theory like mm. I went and got help and and was trying to grow and was acting out a situation that's not what happened here no it's not and I don't really understand why Teresa wouldn't let him speak though what was she worried he was going to say she was worried that he was going to come out as a fucking dickhead which is exactly what he did yeah and that's what she was trying to hide because she's fallen for him and she's probably aware that it's not perfect and that he's after her for all of the wrong reasons yeah and there's all these red flags but she she is a one-way system isn't she she cannot turn around she cannot pull back very much like jen there isn't she there's just no no coming back she's committed and it's on tape so it's going to have to be this season because because she's here and it's been seen do you think she's coming back next season after the season wrap? i would believe that she isn't but i don't think she'll be gone forever can she afford to not be on the show 
is my question. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Hasn't she sold like a million, like millions and millions of books? Yeah, but she had to pay off her ex-husband's debt and pay for their legal books. She's driving around in like a rose gold Range Rover. Yeah, but no one owns a car in America. They all lease them. That's true. I'm just amazed that anyone would paint a car that colour. Well, I mean, first of all, I want a Range Rover and I specifically want that Range Rover, but not in that colour. It's really upsetting to me. Someone who really loves cars is upsetting. Um, <laughs> I just think it's like, it's like, I I thought a white Audi was saying something about yourself. I feel like a rose gold Range Rover is like, boom, it's really, no, there's no one's guessing. It's a certain class of person that drives a car like that, isn't it? And so let's talk about the main event, which was Jen and Melissa's fight. So Jen, Melissa are arguing. Mm -hmm. Jen calls Joe Gorga a little bitch girl for (laughs) commenting on an Instagram post. She called him a crook. Yeah, so she called him a crook. He responded. She then says, "Stop getting involved in women's arguments. You're a little bitch girl." Melissa gets. I find this very turn. weird. These these conversations that can only happen in one gender, and yet they're all there all the time. It's just, uh, like this is man talk. This is woman talk. I'm like okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Melissa obviously takes offence to someone calling her husband out of his name. So she stands up. Charges, I think, is a bit of a strong word. Yeah. Quickly paces towards Jen. Steps, yeah. And then Jen puts her hands on Melissa. Yeah. Who was right, who was wrong? I didn't understand the point, really, where Melissa started shouting. It felt like she was just waiting for an opportunity to start shouting. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, right, okay. She, it's just suddenly she was like released. Yeah. But I think Jen, you know, she's not an alien in this world. She's not been dropped here. This is her whole Are life. Sure? Are you sure? <laughs> she has been living in Jersey for some time. I, is my I mean, point. Now this is not her first day in this group. This is true. She kind of had yeah. no illusions about what the fuck she was doing. Yeah. yeah and she just. Can't... She could have been like, well, that that was a surprise. That reaction was unusual. I just think, yeah, you fucking goaded people and you didn't seem to expect that it was going to come back on you again, even though this is all you do. Yip, 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 yip. And then people come back at you and you're really surprised. But this is the other thing that I have as well, is that she's thrown stuff at Melissa before now. She's thrown glasses, Uh she's thrown knives, she's thrown plates. She hates Melissa. But you see, this is the thing as well, is that when you, like kind of compare Jen to Candice from Potomac she has this mouth on her and then is shocked when people retaliate like when Monique came for Candice mm. I was probably the only person when it initially happened that said Candice asked for that that she mm-hmm. asked for that I don't condone violence at all she didn't deserve the reaction but she did ask for it yeah she did ask for it now I feel like Jen asked for this mm-hmm. physical education I feel like she put her hands on Melissa first Melissa probably shouldn't have come out. If me and you were in a situation where we're having a conversation with a third party and we're like a group setting, and that third party comes at me the way Melissa does, I'm getting up and I'm smacking a bitch. Yeah. You don't, you don't come at me like that. You don't. Especially if I've had a drink, you don't. And after calling my husband a little bit, nah, it, it's on. 
So and like as the other party, as the gobby party, I would know. As soon as she stands up, I'd be fucking out of there. I'm not walking towards her. Are you mental? Okay, so we're both in agreement here that Jen kind of had this kind Jen, it's such, it's just so stupid. And she's so, I get that she's so hurt at all the wrong people. I feel like she lives in a world where she doesn't know any men. She doesn't know men because I'm going to go with this is a cultural thing. Women have their place in the home. Yeah. And So like, you know. Relationships with men, do you? So Bill has an affair and it's Jen's fault and the woman that she had an affair with. And, the, and so she, and so that's why she doesn't like M- Margaret and she doesn't like Melissa because she appears to be perfect and she has it all. And she she doesn't know how to like react. She doesn't know how to interact with men, which is why she did, she deliberately kind of wound Joe Gorgrock because he's such a cliche mm-hmm. of like old fashioned masculinity. She knew that she, she was going to piss him off. And it's just ridiculous. So what do you think about the way Bill handled the situation? Bill, shit. I'm so disappointed in him in this season. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm disappointed in him, like, from the last 10 years. From 10 years ago? Yeah. But I just think he's, he's taken such an easy way out at every turn. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to say your husband's name because I don't want to out him, but what <laughs> would you have done if your husband had, if you'd have been in that situation and your husband had just bolted? Off. I would shout at him a lot. Like it's but not then okay. It's not okay, but she can't come back at him because it's, it's not an even... Power, there's no balance of power in that relationship she has nothing she's got she's got nothing to barter with well, all she, she can do is lose five kids. yeah but but that's that's her like moral obligation in her eyes everything they're both so about money and she has none and in yeah. her mind i think she's taken him back and she's powerless and that's why she's so fucking angry at everybody because she's powerless in her marriage and he's just turning up late, literally turning up when other people are going to be there to have a drink. He's just being like the least. And I get that he doesn't want to be on this show at this point. Yeah, but at the same time, when you've publicly humiliated your wife, stand yeah. up and come out. Turn up, go to those out. fucking birthday parties, be at that fucking barbecue, be in that horrible <laughs> beach house that I don't understand that's full of stairs. And it's all seashells and like pale brown furniture. Like, what is that? Why one already? You have money. Stairs on the outside, and then there's the door, and then there's immediately stairs. Yeah, I don't get it. it the front must be below water level because it's yeah. right on the edge. I don't understand. I love the way you make me think about these people's houses more than I would. Normally. I really look at you know I love a layout. <laughs> We need to get we need to get these floor pans, Andy. Well, I need the floor pans. The deck was amazing, but I, I just think, yeah, he's not he, he's not doing good enough. No, and not, either be busy, not. be so busy that you don't turn up, or just or or be better. Okay. So I did love the flip of it with um Evan and mm. the entire conversation with Jack, and he said they did exactly right. He was like, there is no words that I can say that will not incriminate me be the wrong answer and he just sat there and did a sort of slight turn of the head 
slight turn of the head the other way and not a single word in the whole scene was mentioned it was great i know everything i think okay so i'm gonna say this and i probably have to edit this out later but i have had a bit of wine so i'm feeling a bit coffee and um, i truly believe evan cheating on jackie absolutely 100 percent. not chanced <laughs> oh thank god you think the same way <laughs> there's no smoke where there's actually a raging fire I mean, she's wet, she's, I mean, I'm, I, I, yeah, I think, I don't even think it was anything other than a raw sexual thing. I don't think it was an emotional affair. You just at some I point needed think, someone to put their mouth on the, his penis. Yeah, I, that's legit it. I genuinely believe it's it. Yeah, so I'm glad you agree with me about the Evan Yeah, thing. he just I, definitely I, did. I don't want to believe it, but I truly believe he did. I reckon he was just banging some receptionist in the gym. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, he would never say it was a receptionist. He would say it was, um... A towel concierge. Comfort <laughs> <laughs> manager. Yeah, you know, because it couldn't be a receptionist, could it? Um, We're going to get people writing in being like, I'm actually a very high-powered receptionist. Listen, some receptionists earn, like, almost six figures, yeah? So let's not get twisted. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Melissa was in the right. She was in the least wrong. And do we think that Margaret should just let this go now? Yeah, Margaret should shut the fuck up. She's vlogging it a little bit much. The Louis video, the red flags, and the I, kind of I I think I think there's something going on in Margaret's life that she's trying not to. It to come out and she's deflecting so she's she, pushing an agenda yeah on. i don't think she's wrong no but absolutely. she but she's not bringing anything new and she's just poking Teresa, which is not particularly fair oh, i agree but i think Joseph's will always go down in housewife history to me from the moment that she dropped the bill aiden affair so casually airport by that would be that's the housewife's issue right there like it has to be but I think once she did that she could have just moved on especially now yeah. that was 10 years ago like and, let it go. and, and she should just get over the video because like I don't think Teresa should end up with Louis but I think I think she's trying I think he's a I think she's trying to be better she's trying to be more self-aware I don't think she's there but I think she's trying to make a better decision I think she's been okay. duped I agree 100% um, I think she's gone from a controlling relationship to a loving relationship but she's confused love and control I yeah think. And yeah I think, I think and I think her value set she's looking for yeah. something that doesn't exist anymore just because we've moved on in time and yeah, I think she's, she's, she's trying to find same, that in the wrong things. I think she's looking for the same macho Italian man. Yeah, she wants her parents' relationships. But she's never going to get that. No. And you can't. It doesn't exist. Everything. Her parents were everything. I was obsessed with her mum and dad. Obsessed with them. They're so cute. And they were just so... Like, no bullshit. Like, how would it look to her, all her girls if she was like oh I just want a really traditional because that's what she's saying without saying I want a traditional life where I'm I sit at home and cook yeah but I know you fucking don't you've been out there making that money honey 
um, but you can't do that. But can we just talk about for one second one of the points that I'd completely blacked out for now? How Frank Catania just sat and continued to eat his food. Went back and got a second round of food. Yes, it was so- amazing. He's so good. I love him so much. And like when he walks in, he's like, why is everyone quiet? <laughs> like, it's fucking awkward. I loved it. Again, even when he's not in it, I love Frank Catania. I loved that he just was like, yes, going back, getting a hot dog and a lobster. Excellent. It was great. And then he was just like, and now I'm going to go and have a drink. I loved the story of how Dolores's <laughs> we woke up with Dolores's mum throwing holy water. <laughs> okay, so how much do we want those two to get back together? Oh, it's like flying too close to the sun now. Mm. I love mm-hmm. it. And I don't, I think, I think I'm almost at the stage where I don't believe they're not having sex. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Like, why would you not? It's not strange. You've been there before. You know what yeah. it's like. Just you share how this. Just a quick now and again. You don't even have to sleep in the same bed. And he sleep. keeps saying, like, he's always saying, like, I could bend you over this table. You're not going to get your tits in that little dress. Like, he's definitely down. Oh, 100%. But I think he'd fuck corpse. Like, I don't think he's really... <laughs> I, yeah, I generally believe that Trent Catania, although I'd take you that, I might have to add him to my whole cast list, you know. I might. <laughs> I, think, I also really liked when Dolores was talking about Teresa and she's like, she's in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, well, yeah, that's a, a very low key way of explaining this situation. It's one way to look at it. Yeah, she's in a pickle. Oh, that was too much. But yeah, New Jersey, again, delivered really hard. Again. It was good. And I really like Mrs. Tiki, oh, even though you... I do, can't really quite. And they're like quite, it used to, it did initially annoy me that they're quite normal, but I thought that was, it was quite refreshing. Like when she was oh, saying like, this stay, isn't all right. Let's remember this moment. Okay. So if they stay okay. for another like two to three seasons, let's see what happens you think they will not be coming down for breakfast in a mismatched pajama no i was like those are real pajamas that people wear in their real house no that's that's not what we're hinting she's gonna have full-time gram yeah i did like her look though i liked her in the flat she did that herself and she looked Mm -hmm. amazing she looks great yeah yeah half the time when half these women are made up i'm like you pay for that but i liked her in the beige with the trainers yeah, on the deck I thought she looked really Absolutely nice beautiful. yeah I agree with and not you. and not a color that like everybody can pull off no I, can, I can't wear beige I know I'm wearing beige oh. now but I can't really put it off <laughs> oh, so God. yeah I think that I'm now quite intrigued to see where they go oh yeah I'm excited and I think this is what New Jersey does well so they've mm. given us all the explosive drama for the first like four or five episodes mm. and we have this dull woman who wasn't really doing much a bit like Buster. I think like all the majorly explosive dramas happen so they're going to give us a mm. couple episodes where we see this like character flip and I feel like we're going to get more of an in-depth kind of look into this character and I think New Jersey does that really well yeah like they have this explosive lull but still interesting and an explosive lull and still interesting whereas I feel yeah, like yeah. some of the other franchises kind of lack that yeah that like punch that's yeah. the kind of punch that's coming yeah. through. 
exactly exactly so my other takeaway from new jersey was that i really like jen with curly hair no at the beginning before the barbecue and she had all that curly hair and she looked like 80s barbie when she had the, yeah she did look very good in that when she, she looked had great the, yeah. why did she straighten that i don't know i don't know but she is then it looks it okay well, how are you feeling about her face i feel like it's sort of settling in i think her nose is starting to look all right you know it's i don't know right. if, are we getting used to it or is it actually okay i don't know well she's learned how to contour because I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because it wasn't okay when she unveiled the no. nose. I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not offended by it anymore. I, I'm not. I don't. It's not all I can see. I agree. I agree. And I like mm. the curly hair. I thought it looked amazing. And I thought, is that her hair? Is that her real hair that's doing Probably, that? because she's Turkish. She's, yeah. she's going to have really Why, the fuck would, why are you not going for that all the time? It looks amazing. Uh, I don't know. These but then her kids haven't really got curly hair, but then maybe they're, they're, they're probably straightening it. So who's got nice hair in the OC? Well, it's not that I was going to say it's nice hair, but I thought I almost didn't recognise Heather without a ponytail. <laughs> in the first scene, she hasn't got a ponytail. I've got so used to it. It took me literally three beats to figure out who she was. Was that before or after you noticed the woman at the dinner party that looked like Kelly, Kelly Dodd and Vicky Gumbelson's love child? Oh, yeah. Did you, the one who asked about the husband's name. Did you recognise? Yeah, did you it, not see it, that? <laughs> that is an excellent, excellent, excellent point. That dinner party, I could talk, to, I could talk about those guests. Oh, mate. I just, I thought Dr. Jen was on fire. I mean... It's impressive to maintain that level of kind of verbal slurring drunkness and not so, like fall over. So let's talk about the, this dinner party, okay? So in my head, her husband, she's puts too much pressure on him. I think she married who he is and I think she wants him to change. Yeah, which is not fair. No. He should I mean, change, but it's not fair. Not- no judgments. Um, yeah, and I think, like we've said, like there is that thing of he just doesn't want to do this on TV. No, he doesn't. And we said this before in the last episode. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to. Why are you pushing him to become a version of himself that he's not comfortable with feeling? That you and want? he would never want to go to Heather's house, ever. I mean, I would. He- and I think but he, he doesn't, this is someone who doesn't own shoes and socks. He doesn't want to go there to a place where you get monogrammed toilet roll. The shoes with the sports socks. The, <laughs> the slip-on yeah. shoes. And, it's and money. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really get where Heather gets off with the concept of the dinner where Heather comes from with this like I'm going to throw this dinner party because I can fix your marriage like based on fucking what the fact that she's been married for 25 years and she's perfect well, I mean what part of that don't you understand or is it I just I was like this is a whole other level as as a failed actress what qualifies you to fix people's marriages oh you went there okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. it, what the fuck Ooh, Everything Heather pissed me off so much this episode. Uh, you think that's bad? Have you caught her show, The Seven Year Stitch? Um, no. So it's on. Uh, yeah, it's on Hey You. 
it's in the botched series and it's like mm-hmm. episode 17 of the latest series I don't yeah. know if they were just sticking it in as a teaser or I don't know whatever it is but it is awful I mean I'm gonna <laughs> watch it again and again and again yeah of course yeah yeah like oh mate we've gone through so many similar situations we've gone through so many hardships terry and i have had to work through so many stuff like i didn't know if i was allowed to buy two chanel bags today or just like one (laughs) they're such awful people i'm so upset by so many things like can we talk about terry's like i can't imagine as a guy being married to a doctor yeah i'm sorry fuck you so you just wanted to show your wife? Or you just so, don't think women should be doctors? Uh, so much to unpack in that There's so much. I was like, okay, this is illustrative. <sighs> I can't actually look directly at him because his face looks so weird now. Well, apparently he's dissolving the fillers. I heard him tell good. someone somewhere. Good. I think that's a good idea. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like the bit not in the dinner i didn't like the bit where she went to gina's house to like just fuck around in her closet why is she pretending that she's why is she trying to control everyone else's life because she has nothing else to do rosie i bought i bought you two dusky pink leather jackets because i need my own clothing collection by the way oh no they're all from heather's closet the clothing collection that she has no yeah no hard pass yeah I mean, to be fair, I probably would have worn the jacket. It's kind of my style, though, isn't it? But I would have rocked it because I'm like, I think that color is too, it was not enough of anything. Yeah, but I'm brown enough that I can pull that off. Yeah. Gina's not. She's not. She's (laughs) not. She's not learned how to contour. That is a hard line. Okay, but she's been looking good in her confessional looks recently. Yeah, Come on. I, I like her looks. I don't, I think her makeup in the day is too much. She's wearing night makeup in daytime. I agree 100%. And she needs to stop wearing as many hats. <laughs> that is just That's a rule that. for the Real Housewives. I mean, That's I the Kyle have, Richards rule. I too hat. many hats. Yeah, I do love a hat. And I love yes. wearing a hat. And I look good in a hat. But, but like just, anything, if you do it too much, it ruins it. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, and this is the case with a hat. Um, So, do we think the junior and Heather relationship is real, though, or do we think Heather is latching onto the younger housewife for some? I think Heather's doing that. I think Gina thinks it's quite real, and I think she kind of. I don't think she's like. I think they both know they're on a show. Yeah, but I feel like all that happened in this episode was this dinner. Yeah, but that dinner was epic. Come on. Firstly, I thought that Heather came dressed as a handbag. <laughs> she did look like a Chanel bag. She looked like she a Chanel bag. She's turning into a bag. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, if I had her money, I'd be wearing Chanel all the time. So. She, she looked like that Louis Vuitton necklace that she had on in the first same where I didn't recognise because she wasn't wearing a ponytail was just oh, like, like the chunky the chunky with the plastic chain I was the, like yeah. who what who have you watched that you thought it would be appropriate for you to wear this I feel like it came off a suitcase you know like when you buy luggage and you have like the strap that goes around it it. just I, like I felt like the, I, I think it's her trying to be the youth it's so <laughs> bad <laughs> I can't even take it. I understand. She's down with the kids, you know. Yeah, I think that's what she's trying to tell us. 
with Heather, she she's only classy in OC. That's the thing. That's the thing I can't get with. Like, I'm like, you're rich and you're pretending that that's classy. And that's not the same thing. Because all the, like, I don't know the answer to this, but you know about food. But should the amuse-bouche always be first? Yes, it should. Yeah. And like, nobody seemed to really know the answer. And like, okay, so so if you have an amuse you have a muse, a muse bouche at the start, then you mm-hmm. have palette cleansers throughout. In between. So, so essentially, they're the same size portions. They're usually like. But a, if it's up a, first, we call it an amuse bouche. Yeah, but the amuse bouche is something that usually has like a, like something that awakens the sense. Like a citrus. No, that's usually a palette. <laughs> Okay. But like, okay. like, like you know, like the unagi, that kind of like uh-huh. that okay. thing, not like Ross from Friends unagi, but like the, the <laughs> umami. You know, that's the one that wakens up the senses. Okay. And then after that, it's like palate cleansers. So I okay. Think, I think so she was right in that her menu was printed wrong. But I think only because she didn't have other things in between. Okay. So if she'd have had multiple amuse bouches, then I don't think it would have been an issue. But because she only had one, it had to be first. If that makes okay. sense. And it so wasn't either it came second or she'd had the menus printed wrong. Yes, but why wouldn't you have checked it before it went to the printer? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, if you're gonna have this level, you need to actually then adhere to it. Like it annoyed me that the glassware wasn't right and there was people drinking champagne out of a wine glass. And maybe it was just that Dr. Jen was drinking every fucking thing and couldn't like. I'm connoisseuring. I'm connoisseuring. (laughs) (laughs) And fuck it. If I was in that house, I'd be like, yes, I am taking the volume, the the monetary quantity of alcohol with me that I can get down me. You should really, Rosie. You should really try the 2013 because it's that cheap. but yeah I, I, I didn't understand that room were they in a basement no oh wait who no, she just has her champ displayed oh, yeah. in the dining room yeah because she's tacky as fuck yeah. <laughs> okay cool and then the water feature behind her that you can see yeah which that looked- would make me pay I couldn't have that in my house. I and couldn't. it just looked awful and it looked cheap. And also, okay, unrelated, but when we went back to the quiet lady bar, which I don't like that we're going back to. Quiet woman. With, quiet woman with Shannon. The um, I don't know if you clocked them, but the reactions of the people reflected in the mirror behind, whatever his name is, John. John Jansen. He's got a double J name, yeah. You can see people who are watching them because it's like the back of the booth is mirrored so you can see the people at the table opposite going like staring and like hold it's so good oh I love that I love when I see that when they realize they're being filmed for like a housewife so good and they see the people yeah I would if I would shit my pants if I was in like a London restaurant and like a cast of the housewives came in anytime because I was in Amsterdam when the Beverly Hills were in Beverly Hills housewives were in Amsterdam and I heard about this through the grapevine. And I was, was leaping over canals trying to find them. 
I, I don't go to Amsterdam to eat in nice restaurants. That's not really no. First of all, I have family living there, so I go hang out with them. And second of all, yeah, I, that's it. The it's family. not really where I'm at. And the coffee shops that they would have gone to aren't the coffee shops that I would go to because I'm not. No, it's all about the progressive the 1930s painting. We know, right? Of course, 100. So, I, but I would, I would literally shit my <laughs> pants. You would get multiple phone calls and FaceTimes from me, like guess who I'm sitting opposite all my other friends in my housewives like fandom universe would be like I would I would like I would be paying for your Ubers to get to the restaurant <laughs> like it would be a whole thing like, well the guy in the reflection behind John Dunton is like he's he never eats he never gets to the fork because he's like absolutely just leaning in about to bite watching and nothing even that exactly is happening it's so good i definitely i'd recommend going back and having a little look i'm gonna have you also add about oc because i realized that we've been gassing for a really long time now and i've still got some more questions to ask you i like the <laughs> um uh sarah and paul couple who was like yeah i let my perfume it's from a petrol station oh god she was everything oh. heather is not letting her back she's like fuck oh. you you really, you really <laughs> I liked her frock as well, so I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I think that's 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 all. I, I kind of I, I felt a bit sorry for Emily with the. I don't know why she's so emotional about the baptism. The baptism. Yeah, she's like laying it all out there with her dad and everything, and I just just thought, oh, just get just get a bit more therapy and 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 get there that you're worth it. I think what Emily did make- a really good job of doing for me is making me forget how hard-headed and hot-blooded she is. So mm-hmm. do you not remember her first season? She threatened to kill Kelly Dog. Like she was oh, like, Christ, I yeah. will fucking kill you. Exact words. I wish she had. I mean, who doesn't, right? And mm. then the other seasons when she has too much to drink, she like tequila emily comes out and it's not fun tequila emily it's like she loses her mind and she has anger so she goes to anger management because she hears her daughter respond to Mm -hmm. her other children in a certain time for some reason i forget all this about emily Mm -hmm. like she can have a four or five episodes of a season and i'm like she's great she's a queen she's She's so calm she's so collected no i don't think she'd be great yeah and then, and then she has some weird outburst that makes me realise, oh, okay, no, she's just as unhinged as the rest of them. And yeah, I feel yeah. like this baptism thing is going to unravel some stuff. But you like yeah. Shane. I love Shane. I love Shane. We, I can't, I can't, no. I think Shane's great. I think he's raw. I think he's obvious. And I think you take him as he is. And I think he's a good man. And I feel like we're going to find out he's a men's right activist. 100%. Okay, Okay, right, fine. (laughs) That he has some flaws. And there are some issues. Some flaws. (laughs) But I feel like he just, I just, like he's Mormon, first of all. And he lets Emily live in her truth. And I think that's epic. Yeah, okay. He's not putting that on her. However... The, the sarcasm and the and the dry. Pan, yeah it's very dry and I think it's very British and I think 
we appreciate his personality a lot more than the Americans do. Uh, yeah. His mum, first of all, is just everything. Yeah, yeah. She's great. But I think, um, I think Shane is just, I don't know, I just think the way he is is just not appreciated by a lot of people. And I think he's edited badly. And I, yeah. I genuinely believe he's a good person. He has some issues, um, but he's a good person. <laughs> Unlike Rind, oh. who I think is, I feel Can for him, but him I don't. Orange Bill. Can we just call him Orange Bill? Like, that's his name. I'm done. I I'm just, just going to call him Orange Bill. They're not going to make it, are they? I don't think so. No. No. And I think Which would be it, really sad for her because then she won't see those kids. Well, no, she won't because he'll get custody. Yeah. And she'll pay for everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what happens when you can't imagine being married to a lady doctor? Oh my god, yeah. My god, so yeah, my that's god. that's my OC thoughts. Alright. An award section. So we have Queen of the Week, we have Shade Queen of the Week, and we have the look of the week. Now, usually I reserve the look of the week for the confessionals, but because we have reunions. I feel like it should be opened up to kind of just looks in general. Yeah, yeah. But finding out you didn't see Miami is going to make this a little bit harder. So I'll be, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you, we're going to answer this question now and then you're going to watch Miami. Yeah. And then I'm going and to And then I can come back and edit. And then I'm going to update it. With... I won't know because my look of the week is strong. Okay. All right, bitch. All right. Okay. So let's start with the first one. Who is your queen of the week who do you think deserves the crown housewife crown of the week i think melissa gorga because i think she did all of the things that we are expecting them to do okay okay see mine was dr jen because she was a drunk okay because she was so drunk and so good <laughs> when you're connoisseuring everything you deserve to be a queen. yeah no you're right you're right you're right you win <laughs> she was so funny I, I get I feel scared for how she felt the next day I'm like she has to get up at like fucking 5 a.m and like go oh, and like she... stick needles in people well there's a whole controversial topic about that which I don't like to talk about because it's her business and her livelihood but google it um, okay so, shade queen who is the shadiest my is a very specific moment is yeah. Heather with the Fendi scarf Taking the piss out of Ryan at the dinner party when he tucks his napkin into it. She's just like, tuck that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I legit had Heather Ryan moment at dinner. <laughs> so we both agree on who the shadiest bitch was this week. Absolutely. Oh. It's probably the most honest and raw moment we'll ever get from Heather DeBrow. Yeah, yeah. It was the only genuine reaction I've ever seen. Yeah. Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. So, your look. Who's your look queen? My look queen is Joe Gorga in his T-shirt that says Noki instead of Gucci. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's it. I'm out. Mic, mic drop. I'm done. There's no, there's no coming back from that. Yeah. No one in Miami would... <laughs> I had I had Gerby from Miami, but like no, you said, really, it's a strong look. It's a strong. It was excellent. Look. I loved everything about it. 
I legit got that from memory and I remember it now. That was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you win. The look queen of the week is Joe Gorka with his knocky, not Gucci t-shirt. Okay. I'm so happy that that exists. I might have to try buy one. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sure I can't afford a real Gucci t-shirt. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Miss Rosie, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast again. Um, I'm no doubt you'll be back because you are a fan favourite. And I my face hurts. <laughs> I just enjoyed talking to you, and I'm legit going to use that. My face hurts as a soundbite for an advertisement for the podcast. So, no, my face hurts too. Actually, it's like it's a real thing. Um, I've laughed really hard tonight. Um, oh. We've agreed on most things. Um, yeah. We didn't discuss Noella, so that helps. Um, yeah, she was happy there. No. So, guys, thank you for listening. And if you want to hear more from us, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And it helps my numbers and it helps get the podcast out there. And everyone needs to hear Rosie speak shit about the Real Housewives. So, take care and have a good evening. Bye, guys. <laughs>